I don't know if nice guys finish first on Wall Street or in right. politics. I think there's many businesses out there where, because I heard that a lot growing up, nice guys finish last, right? We, mm-hmm. we all heard that. So, okay, mm-hmm. so I guess the nicer you are, you're not going to do as well. If right. you're less nice, you'll do better. Right. I think our business is different. I agree. Don't you see I agree how a thousand the, nice, percent. Yep. the nicest people yep. do the best? Yep. Exactly. And the people who are fundamentally not nice struggle yeah or, or, or they'll they'll do well for a little bit right and then and then it, it's a crash because but they can't sustain it. yeah that's not it, it's almost like they fool people for a while you know what i mean mm-hmm. but this this real estate business world that we're in is actually very small right yes, it is so it's like in, in all of massachusetts and new hampshire and you said you do business up in maine too it's like everybody still kind of knows everyone of course so if, if you're an asshole when you're in one of these transactions, it's going to come back and people are going to know. Absolutely. You know, so you have to be nice to everyone. Genuinely nice too. just be a nice person right. in life and business. And, and like you said, th- then you'll be more successful and you'll do well. Simple, and, right? Yeah, it's very crazy, simple. Crazy thought. Be nice to people. Right. Not, I mean, for selfish and unselfish reasons. Selfishly because you'll do better and make more money. <laughs> unselfishly because it's the right thing to do. Right. But you're not being nice. You're not thinking, oh, no. I'm going to be nice to this you person. You be authentic. Right. right. Because it's going to, you know, treat me well in return no you're just nice to people exactly you know and, and like you said you 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 everyone in this room is that way and that's why you know we all do pretty well right so this is a business where nice guys finish first right which is right. awesome yeah and i love that about this right. business so everyone be nice all right all right here we go episode eight of the premiere podcast connecting community to success Yes, here we go. Who do we got today, Juan? All right, guys. So today's actually a very exciting episode because it's the first time we actually have two guests. So actually, we're very fortunate to have them together, very successful people, um, completely different individuals as far as um, behaviors concerned. You know, they're <laughs> awesome, super smart individuals, but two completely different people. Uh, we have, uh, first off, I'm going uh, to start by introducing her. She's a owner of her own real estate company, mother of two. 15 years plus in the business, super successful entrepreneur, um, Tessa Parciali Rigatieri. Yeah, woo, thanks. Got it. Uh, And then, you know, we have someone who I actually look up to a lot, has been, he's created a lot of impact in my own career as well. He owns uh, his own business, super successful attorney. He's been in the industry for over 20 plus years. He's the owner of Foy Law and Sunset Settlement, Len Foy. Yeah, Len. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome, guys. Thanks. Welcome, guys. So, uh, for, like I said, thank you guys for coming. Thank you for giving us your time. And let's start from the beginning. Um, who are you guys? Ladies first. <laughs> Good. No, you, you go first, Len. Tell us about yourself. <laughs> no, Len, go first. Okay, I'll yeah, break the you ice. You break the ice. <laughs> um, thank you for that warm introduction, by the way. I appreciate that very much. And you know I feel the same way about you, Juan. Thank you. You set a very high example. Thank you. Um, So yes, my name is Len Foy. I'm a real estate lawyer. I've been practicing law since 1990. Oh boy. Well, a long time, about 25 (laughs) years, uh, however that math works out. And uh, my office is in Nashua, New Hampshire. We also have an office in Lawrence, Massachusetts, and recently opened an office in Beverly, Mass. Uh, We do real estate closings throughout New England, although primarily in New Hampshire, Massachusetts, and Maine. And um, um, a father of five, uh, married to the inimitable Julia, <laughs> who we all know and love, and um, friendly with everyone in this room. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to filibuster, so I feel like you should go next. <clears throat> Tell us your story, oh, Tessa. Oh, well, let's see. <clears throat> mm-hmm. 
So I started teaching in 2002, and then I said, oh, I don't think I want to do this for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, and so then I got my real estate license, and I worked for a small independent firm in Epping, New Hampshire. And then she got sick, my broker got sick, and she passed away suddenly, and I was pregnant, and I didn't know what to yeah. do. Uh, and I said, where am I going to go? I can't go to another company because Kathy was such a great broker. And I already had my broker's license. So I said, my husband said, oh, just go on your own. And I said, I can't do that. Right. But I did. You did. In 2010. Yeah. it ever since. Yeah. 2000. Or 2009. Okay. Oh, so it's been 10 years you've had the company? Yeah, 2009. Yeah. Yeah, my son was born in 2010. Oh, maybe 2010. 2010. Yeah. It's pretty. That, that, I, I don't even know the dates now. The thing, like, I didn't even think about this before. Both, both you guys went out on your own after because Len, you were with another firm for a while, right? Before you started your own. I, I was, and I love Apple Tree. I was, and I love to tell the story about how Tessa and I started doing oh, business yes. together. <laughs> yes. So Tessa and I are at a closing. I want to say we were in Lawrence or Methuen or someplace like that. Yeah, Methuen, and we, I think. And we were working with a loan officer who shall not be mentioned and who is not represented here today. <laughs> um, and Tessa looks over at me. And uh, there were there were some good people involved in that yes, transaction. Yes. There were some good ones, including me and you. And Tessa, <laughs> over, and Tessa looked over at me and she said, I'm never going to work with this loan officer again. And I'm never going to work with this person again. But I can't wait to work with you again. <laughs> nice. And I said, I feel the same way. So we, we, we grabbed victory mm -hmm. from the jaws of defeat. Yes. And we've been working together ever since. Yes. When was that? That was probably what two thousand and maybe thirteen, or yeah. maybe I think so. Yeah, around then. Yeah, yeah. So, so let's just go all the way back because I want I want to go all the way 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 back, right? So so Len, I I know from following you on on mm -hmm. Instagram and Facebook and on, on social media. You're a very interesting individual, right? So I've seen like pictures of of, of modeling. <laughs> your your uh, your interest in art, like like how does all this become into Len Foy? Like how does the interest in art, the interest in, in modeling and, and fashion. You're a very fashionable individual. Thank you. How does, how does all that come about? Well, you know, it's I'll admit, I'll, I will admit that I thought about some of this on the way over because I wanted to have a sense of kind of where to go with this. So I don't want oh. this to come off as too extemporaneous or off the cuff. I actually did give some thought to this. And I have to really start with my parents. Okay. I mean, my parents were very interesting and very ambitious people. They were in hot pursuit of the American dream. Uh, now, they defined the American dream their way, and I guess I kind of took their definition and sort of ran with it. For me, it's always been about, you know, that car or that suit or the house or um, success, the way we all sort of grew up defining success. The great thing is with my kids and with young people today, I think they've got their own definition of success, which I really endorse. So I, I'm not going to impose my definition of it on anyone. But for me, it was always about, it was materialism, maybe, right? Consumerism. Mm -hmm. I want to get the nice car and the nice house and all this stuff. But I was surrounded, but in answer to your question, I was surrounded by the most interesting people. I was just surrounded by people that were just larger than life. And many of them were not wealthy people, but they were interesting people, and they were after it in, 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 until their, their last dying breath, they were after it, whether it was a painting or a, or a company or a position or wealth or mineral rights or, you know, the greatest fortune. So I was, Mineral rights? I, yeah, I, I was surrounded <laughs> like by people that oh, were trying to find, okay. yeah, gold Oil. or, you know, with, you know, paintings or success or fame, fortune. Really? So yeah. I had a lot of very interesting people, and, and that 
inspired me, you know, I think in many ways. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So. The, the thing that I'm interested in is, is all the artwork, right? You're big into to, to art, right? Yes. Why is that? Was someone in your family, I know your, your aunt is an artist, right? Because didn't she paint all, like, the, uh, the portrait of you that you have in your office? Yes, yes. Absolutely. I want one of those, yeah. by the way. Well, you, uh, you, we're <laughs> gonna, we're going to get you one. Oh, yeah. Oil painting of yeah. you. That one's fantastic. That'll be I've awesome. It. It's awesome. Well, thank you for saying that. Yeah. Um, yes, I love art. I yeah, were there other artists in the family? There, were, there. Well, there was my auntie Lynn, who's yep. still an artist yep. and, and, and quite an accomplished artist. Uh, I had an aunt, a very wealthy aunt, and she's her name was Robin Randolph, and she mm. was always an inspiration to me. She started where everybody in my family started with nada, zip, yep. in the you know the wrong side of the tracks in Lowell, Massachusetts, and she did so well. My auntie, my auntie Robin, Robin Randolph, she died prematurely at the age of 50 from oh, cancer. Wow. So oh, wow. she just got to 50. But by the time she was 50, she had the big palace out in Newburyport filled with, you know, artwork and treasures from around the world. And, and again, that's kind of our definition of success. I right. feel like millennials probably hear this and it's like the nails on the chalkboard because... You know, it's an evolutionary concept. I think people will come to define success differently than the way we define it. But to me, it was always about, you know, the painting and the car and the house. And yep. Right? I mean, yeah. that's just, those were the benchmarks. Yeah. You know, that's how we kind of quantified it. But she really, she had great taste in artwork. And yeah. She inspired that within me. So I do. I love art. Every Everything, every office I have, every... Our home, you've been there. You've seen all the all the adornments and the art pieces. I just love art. I'm just fanatical about it. I think one of my favorite things you ever said to me was we're at a closing in, in, in Lawrence. And uh, I asked about the artwork, right? And I think you told me one of them was like this super expensive painting that you got somewhere at like an auction or something. The other one, I think you said you got it like big lots. Savers. <laughs> Savers. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was, right? Savers. And, and, and that painting truly belongs in, in, in Lawrence because it is a painting of a very beautiful and very dignified woman who obviously oh, is who obviously is is Spanish, probably continental or Castilian Spanish. But I have <laughs> What is that? <laughs> no, I, mean, I would say I, mean, from, I think it's from Spain. Okay. Yeah, is right, where the painting right, right, right. Is. I didn't know what that meant. Yeah. But um and we're we're gonna do an hour on art, right? Uh but but I cannot tell you how many times people have come in to do closings who have demanded. That's that the one. Yeah, it's really that's the one. One of my borrowers wanted to steal off of your wall. Yeah, she I said, "I'm that. taking that." Yeah, so but, I, so funny. I love but what that. about you, Tessa? Let's talk about you a little bit. Like, who who is Tessa? Uh, <laughs> um, who am I? <laughs> Look at um. Well, well, how did everything begin? Who was Tessa, you know, at the beginning? What made you get into real estate? I know you, you said you, you started as a teacher. Oh, so uh, I And what was the defining factor? Okay, I need a switch. Um, well, teaching wasn't for me. <laughs> so my father always was in construction. He owned a, real, he owned a um, sheetrock company, so I was always in new construction growing up and everything. So that's, I, I don't know. I just, like, said, my father said, go get your real estate license. So I did. Okay. And that's how I ended up. I went and got my real estate license. Just kind of happened by by chance? Well, because they were like, you can't quit your job. <laughs> right. Because you won't have insurance. You're like, you got to do something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they're like, go get your real estate license. So I did. And that's how it happened. Yeah. But I was always around houses and, you know, my, and stuff like that. So so, so it, it was meant to be. It was meant to be. And, yeah, and, I would never change it for anything. Well, I think it's like what you were meant to do. You know what I mean? Because there's yes. some people that are... That, obviously, being a loan officer, I work with a 
thousand different realtors, right? Yes. And some of them, you know, can make the process super complicated. And, and sometimes the agents can even cause the buyers to be more stressed out. Right. And you are like so laid back and cool and everything is, <laughs> no, you so really, nice. no, you really are. <laughs> and everything is easy and simple the way it should be. Yes. And I think that's why you've been so successful and why you get so much business and so many referrals and why people call you back time yes. after time is because your, your approach is the way it should be. Just making everything easy and getting people into houses and having fun and being yourself. Yes, I love you know? people. And, and, be, and, and I love everyone. And, and wearing nice. sick yeah. outfits like this. Yes, oh, exactly. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Well, I just want to chime yes. in here, but on the subject of Tessa, because one of the things that impressed me about her the very first time we worked together is how nice she is. And the, one of the things I love about this business, and I can say it about you, and I can say it about you, and I think I can say it about myself, I can absolutely say it about you. I don't know if nice guys finish first on Wall Street or in right. politics. I think there's many businesses out there where, because I heard that a lot growing up, nice guys finish last, right? We, mm -hmm. we all heard that. So, okay, mm -hmm. so I guess the nicer you are, you're not going to do as well. If you're right. less nice, you'll do better. Right. I think our business is different. I agree. Don't you see I agree how the, nice, yep. the nicest people yep. do the best? Yep, exactly. And the people who are fundamentally not nice struggle. Yeah, or, or, or they'll, they'll do well for a little bit. Right. And then, and then it, it's a crash because but they can't sustain it. Yeah, that's not. It's it's almost like they fool people for a while. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But this this real estate business world that we're in is actually very small, right? Yes, it is. So it's like in in all of Massachusetts and New Hampshire, and you said you do business up in Maine too. It's like everybody still kind of knows everyone. Of course. So if if you're an asshole. When you're in one of these transactions, it's going to come back and people are going to know. Absolutely. You know, so you have to be nice to everyone. Genuinely nice, too. Just be a nice person right. in life and business. And, and like you said, th then you'll be more successful and you'll do well. Simple, and, right? Yeah, it's very crazy, simple. Crazy thought. Be nice to people. Yeah. Right. Not, I mean, for selfish and unselfish reasons. Selfishly, because you'll do better and make more money. <laughs> unselfishly, because it's the right thing to do. Right. But you're not being nice. You're not thinking, oh, no. I'm going to be nice to this you person. You have to be authentic. Right. right. Because it's going to, you know, treat me well in return. No, you're just nice to people. Exactly. You know, and, and like you said, you, 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 everyone in this room is that way. And that's why, you know, we all do pretty well. Right. So this is a business where nice guys finish first. Right. Which is right. awesome. Yeah. And I love that about this right. business. So everyone be nice yes. all the time. Be I nice. Mean, we're we're all nice. And I would say just be more human. So um, yeah, he does say that. And that's yeah, a, I, I like that. Just be more human. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the better human you are, the better you are. And it just brings longevity. Um, but Len, so, so with that being said, and you know, talking about being nice, you're like the nicest people that I ever met in my life. Thank you. But um, why are you an attorney? What made you become an attorney? Oh, this is a great one. And I, I didn't have to rehearse this one because this this one I remember like it was yesterday. No, were you were you actually rehearsing? No. Well, I wasn't rehearsing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Standing you were. Standing in front of the mirror. Talking in the mirror. Because darn it, people like me. Uh, no. Not rehearsing, uh, but but this one, you know, but this one I've, I've told this story a hundred times. I, as a, one of my first heroes was my father, of course. Yep. I just, to, he, to me, he was Superman. He walked on water. Uh, and he was. He was infallible uh, until he wasn't, right? right. And, and, and that, you were crushed. He's like, oh, my God, he's human. He puts his pants on the same way as the rest of us. <laughs> but, um, but my father and my mother, we had gone to a party in Lowell at a, family's, at a family party, and, and the, the ritual was the same. We would drive home, and they would sit in the front seat, and my brother and I would sit in the back seat, and my brother and I would eavesdrop as they spoke about every single person at the party, who drank too much, did you see what she was wearing, did you see what he said, what did you think about the fondue, and then every now and then we'd chime in and somebody would lean over the seat and say, hey, 
This is an adult conversation. Stay out of it. Um, so anyways, but I digress. So we're driving home from Lowell, and anything that fascinated my father fascinated me. Anything that impressed him impressed me. And my father was telling a story. Did you hear about that lawyer who represented that client who murdered his wife? Now, of course, I don't do criminal law. I've got no interest in that. Who murdered his wife and who dismembered her body. I had to look up dismembered when I got home, but I think I knew what he was talking about because it's like that word can only mean one thing. Who murdered his wife and dismembered her body and scattered her body parts throughout the Merrimack Valley, but who was acquitted, found not guilty because they were not able to recover certain body parts, her head. So my father was in a state of amazement about this lawyer and his brilliance and the fact that he was able to get this stone-cold killer off the... And he didn't approve, of course. It wasn't... He, he, there was no approval about it. He was just, to, to my father, this man was like a magician. Right. He was a magician, that he was able to do that. Because my father, I think, like me and everybody else, thinks that if I commit a crime, they're going to find me, and I'm going to prison. And it's going to happen pretty much that way. Um, and when I heard that story, I'm like, you know what? I don't know what crime this guy committed, and I'm not totally sure that I know what a lawyer is. But whatever that guy is, I want to be that guy. Yeah. Because that guy had my father just in awe. And anybody that could do that must be somebody pretty special. And, of course, the lawyer was F. Lee Bailey. Oh, no way. Yeah. And the client was a gentleman, I think, by the name of Edgeley, who ultimately went to jail on a different murder. You know, oh, wow. Oh, wow. You know, like that's habit Wow. Forming, you think like, yeah, if you, you, if you got off on murder, one, you'd yeah. be like, I'm not killing him. Yeah. Right? It's habit right? forming. Stands to reason. So, that's, so I, I don't practice criminal law. That's not my thing. But that's what intrigued me about being a lawyer. And then there were other things. I saw The Verdict growing up, which is a great lawyer movie. Kramer versus Kramer has got some great lawyer scenes. Uh, and there were others. So Nice. That's my story. Well, that's a good story. I like it. Yeah. So, and, and I know yeah. both of you, and I, I know I see Tess all the time on social media. Obviously, I see you on social media. And I, I know both of you are, are go-getters, super hard workers. Um, what is the meaning behind the hard work? What, what makes you guys wake up every single day and, okay, I got to go win the day? Like, what's that motivation? What's, that, what's the why for, for the both of you? Shoes, Tessa. Shoes and pocketbooks. Louis <laughs> 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 Vuitton and trips Gucci. To, <laughs> trips and, to the equator. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trips to the equator. <laughs> and giving my kids the best life like my parents gave me. That's awesome. There you go. Yeah, is that it? You get up every day to, to, to hustle for, for the yes. kids and for your family? And yes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm the same way. You know and what my I mean? shoes and bags. And your shoes and bags. <laughs> and shoes and the bags. Right? Well, I mean, well, it's funny with that, right? It's like, yeah, whatever it is, is okay. Whatever someone's why, whatever their reason for doing what they do. And if it's shoes, bags, and trips to Puerto Rico, well, then that's awesome. Well, then get up every day and hustle for that. Absolutely. Whatever it is. Absolutely. How about you, Lenny? What, what, what's your why? Well, I mean, I've already kind of put my cards on the table. I mean, for me, it was all about trying to improve our situation. I mean, as a kid, I grew up in a very middle-class environment. We yep. really didn't have any money. So I looked at people that drove around in fancy cars and, you know, the Kennedys and these families with all this wealth and this position. And I was just in, I was awestruck. And I thought, oh, if only that could be me. And then, of course, but thankfully, in the United States, that can be you. Can be, so yeah. In every other country in the world, you're stuck. Right. Mm -hmm. you're, grown, you're, you're born poor, you die poor. Yep. You're born rich, you die rich. Right. But in this country, you can change your position, which is what I love about this country. Absolutely. And it's as true today as it ever was. It may be, it may be more true today, Absolutely. Frankly, than it ever I mean, was. 
So for me, that's what it's been about. It's about self-realization, self-actualization, sort of being the person that I always wanted to be. For my kids, you want to work on a nonprofit. You want to go to the most dangerous part of the world and and help people get access to healthcare or food mm -hmm. or education. I mean, again, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how they define the American dream. I know what my definition is, and but I'm fascinated to see how they define it. And I really like the way millennials are wired today. I like the way they think. They think outside the box. Yep. So it'll be really interesting to see what some of their dreams are and what their dreams look like. Let me ask you a question, right? And both of you, let me know what you think about this. Like You said you, you grew up with, with not much, mm -hmm. right? I didn't grow up with... A whole lot either. Mm. Um, Tessa had a wonderful life. Silver um, spoon, silver spoon, good for you. Um, I need so, to give it to my children. Gucci, right? Gucci, right? That's my aunt's fault. Yeah, um, aunt's coach. Fault. So, so <laughs> she's like, I wouldn't. She's like, I wouldn't wear a coach. No, I'm um, a coach. I have, <laughs> I have coach stuff. If it's in Marshalls, I don't buy it. Yeah. Right? Tessa, so, Tessa was born on third base. Yeah. Right. Right. I, I, I was born. Yeah. I wasn't even in the ballpark. Yeah. I was like. I down, was down the road. I was at the Caskin flag. Yeah. I was at the Caskin flag. <laughs> trying to get in the ballpark. Right. So this is like so a serious question, right? Yeah. I like so, Caskin So. <laughs> Me too. I know you do. Right. So the, the, part of the reason that I always worked so hard, right, was to try to like better my situation and like, you know, I, you know, really try to improve my life and you know, grow and grow and grow, right. But then what, what we do, right, is then we try to provide for our children, right, and give them all this great stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And what I always wonder, right, and this is why I'm, I'm asking you guys to get your thoughts on it, right? It's like if we give them too much, mm -hmm. right, are they going to not have that fire inside of them to go out and hustle the way that, that we did so that we could do well and improve? You know what mm -hmm. I mean? What do, you, what do you guys think about that? I, wow. I think that I got everything I wanted. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> when I was growing up. Okay. Well, good. That, that's why I'm asking. Because it's, it's a different story. It's a different perspective. Yeah. But I, I knew, like, but I knew that it wasn't going to last forever, so I had to do it myself. Right. Because I, I, that's another way I was thinking about it, right? So if we give them shit when they're young, then they're going to say, okay, now I got to hustle so that I can keep living this lifestyle that I like. Right. Right. You yes. know, or it's that fine balance of, you know. I mean, I didn't get everything. You probably did. <laughs> you probably did. My dad had three girls. So. Oh boy! Right? And but what about you? Three times. Yeah, he still spoils you now. <laughs> yeah. You, you have your dad out there hanging your signs. Number one sign guy. He's so a good true. man. Yep. A good man. So, but yeah, but what's your thoughts on that, Lynn? Well, I, I, you know, it's a subject that I've given a lot of thought yeah. to. I mean, I, I really worry about it. Um, some of the greatest fortunes that have ever been amassed were amassed by people that weren't even trying to get rich in the first place. They were just trying to eat or yep. survive. And in the course of trying to get that next meal or, um, you know, a new pair of shoes, they, they overshot it yep. and actually became billionaires in the process. The, st the stories are legion of people who showed up in this country with two cents to their name and wound up billionaires, millionaires, multimillionaires. And they weren't even trying to get rich. They were trying to survive. So their quest for survival became the realization of great wealth. Um, and that started from necessity and hunger and desire and scarcity. Mm -hmm. and, and so if we don't have those ingredients, if we don't have that scarcity, I wonder. But again, I don't know that any one of my children have an interest in becoming 
supremely wealthy or fabulously wealthy, and maybe none of these people did either. But I do worry about that. I wonder, are we, are we robbing them of their motivation if we provide too much? Are we providing them with too much comfort and ease to the point where they settle for comfort right. and yeah, ease? Yeah, I don't know. I don't Which know. I never did. That, was never, that, that didn't move the needle for me. Yeah, me I didn't. Either. I didn't start out to be comfortable and have it be easy. I, when I, yeah, when I'm in my 70s and my 80s, I want it to be comfortable and easy. Right. But not now. No. And not then. No, and even then, I bet you won't. I bet you'll still, you'll still be hustling. You'll still be working. You'll still be – I know I will be because I don't like I, – I mean, I don't take it easy. You know what I mean? It's just not the thing that I do. Right. You know, because I enjoy working and I enjoy doing – you know, improving and doing more and seeing what I can do and growing and – Complacency for me is just—it's just not it's just not for me. I so, agree. Yeah. So let me ask you this: So how do you counteract that thought process? If if it scares you to think that by you working so hard and providing to your kids so much, um, and it scares you, how do you? What are like the processes that you do to like kind of like set them in the path of, of hard work? What, what what are some of those things that you do? Well, I think one of the one of the counterweights to my probably temptation to spoil the children is Julia because yeah. Julia is from a country that where she experienced a poverty that I, I don't think anybody could real anybody who isn't from there I mean her mother would get up at three o'clock in the morning and she would wait in line for rancid meat black bananas rotten eggs spoiled milk cigarettes that they didn't smoke so they could trade them with somebody for something they did want, vodka they didn't drink so they could trade. You know, it's just a crazy, you couldn't get toilet paper, you couldn't get butter, you couldn't get salt. So she comes from a, such a poor country. So she wants the kids to have a good life. Right. But she also understands, um, you know, she she's like a first-generation immigrant. Right. So she's right. not all caught up in the American dream like I am. Yeah. I'm a product of my environment right. at this point. So I t left to my own devices, I probably would spoil the kids rotten. Right. And, and totally defeat any sense of independence or motivation or anything that they have. Right. I would probably be – I'd be a part of that problem. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's tough. It's tough because – and I think that's probably because – like similar to myself growing up, not having a whole lot. You're like, shit, I want to be able to give my kids everything. Exactly. Everything. And, you know, because I also think like what you were saying, Tessa, is, you know, yeah, you grew up and you had whatever you wanted. Right. But I also think you're a bit of an anomaly because a lot of times that results in people that don't hustle and work the way you do. True. You know what I mean? So kudos to you. But my dad didn't grow up with anything. So right. He right. worked so hard. So I always right. saw him working so hard. And my mom always took care of the kids. Yeah, yeah, but see, uh, see, you had a great example. In, yes, with, I had good in, example. In, but in both of your parents, right? So your yes. dad probably hustled really hard at work. Your mom hustled really hard at home. Yes. You know what I mean? So you were watching that, so you had a great example. It's not like you had, you know, you, you grew up in a situation where there was just a ton of money and everyone just oh, yeah, no, hanging no, around there was kicking, not a ton of money. kicking their feet up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like that's totally different. That's a, that's a totally different animal. Mm -hmm. But, right. you know, it's, it's, that, and like you said, Len, that is what's great about this country is that, you know, you can work and you can do whatever you want to do. And that's what we always talk about on this podcast. It's like, if you want to do something, just do it. Mm -hmm. Set your mind, do, do it, it, and do it. I say that to these guys here. It's like, you know, Ian, our, our new guy here, he was talking. He's like, oh, I need a new car. I'm like, well, then go buy a new car. Get whatever you want. He's like, what do you mean? I can't pay for that. I'm like... Just fucking do it, and then you'll figure it out, you know? Just go for it. Exactly. You know, and I say the I same thing. I would not do that. I would not go buy the car. You just did. Who are you kidding? Yeah, but after years. Right, right. But See, I'm frugal like that. Yeah, you know what I mean? But sometimes sometimes you, you, you almost have to have the confidence in yourself to say, right. I'm going to go for it and figure it out after the fact. I agree. 
You know, because I, I be fearless. Yeah, be fearless. Be don't fearless. be afraid of anything. Right. And don't be afraid to fail. I said this before, and that's we what we say it all the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Don't be afraid to fail. And if you fail, fail big, right? Yeah. And if you fail, who gives a shit? Get up and keep going. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's like how many times have you failed in life? Many times. Yeah. Many times. Tessa, have you ever failed? I think so. Maybe. <laughs> maybe once. Maybe once. We all got together and prevented it from <laughs> yeah. happening because none of us could bear to see it up right. close and pro- Right. Hey, I, 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 I get on the phone with all my friends. I think Tessa's due for a downfall. We all need to step in. We can't let it happen. Right, it's not happening. I don't let it happen. No, I. Well, what's this? What is the? What is the saying from "It's a Wonderful Life," where the where the angel writes it in the book for uh, for George Bailey? No man is a failure who has friends or something like that. Something like that. Isn't that the truth? I mean, it's one. It's one thing to fail, but there there are no failures in this room. And anybody that fails, I, I, I almost think that's a word that should be stricken from the yeah. English language. I, I don't know. It's what like a, stumble. Maybe I, stumble. You yeah. know what I mean? Not a complete failure. I don't know what a failure. I wouldn't you know? know a failure if it fell on top of me. No, I know what it means to fail. We've all done it. It's part of the growing process. But there is no failure, in my opinion. You know, at the same time, though, it's like, uh, now that you're saying that, it's like you don't really fail. Like, because failing is only in, in how, you, um, how you handle that situation. Do you know what I mean? Because sometimes things things might happen. You might yes. stumble. You, something might get screwed up. You might make a mistake, right? But is it a failure if you learn from that and you never do it again? No. I think if anything, it's a win. You know. So sometimes, sometimes those those you know quote unquote failures are great because then it teaches you how to handle situations moving forward. I couldn't agree with you more. You know, I, I completely agree. I think it's part of the. I think it's part of evolution. It's mm-hmm. part of growth. Yep. It's part of you know. It's how you get from point A to point B. It has to happen. Yeah, and it, it and has it, to happen. I don't know about you guys, but anytime I'm in one of those situations, right away I'm like, okay, I'm thinking, all right, how can I how can I use this to to, to learn and move forward and not do that again? Mm-hmm. You know, true. That's the way you have to look at things. Otherwise, what are you going to sit there and wallow nope. in self pity and say, yeah. "Oh, I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have done that." No, I never you know? dwell. I never dwell on my losses. No, me neither. Never dwell on my losses. You know, me neither. You, Pick up the pieces and move on. Yeah, let it hit you for a second and move forward. Moving on, baby. <laughs> Moving on. And, and, and talking about growth. So the the biggest thing I've seen, especially with you, Len, and obviously with you, Mike, it's um. You're never you're never settled. Mm-hmm. You never you're never content with what you're doing. You always want more and more and more, mm-hmm. uh, regardless of what it takes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it leads me to my question: Why not just only one office? Why the need of an office in Lawrence, an office in Nashua, one down the new one in Beverly? Mm-hmm. What does growth mean to you, and why why continue to keep pushing and pushing and pushing? What does that mean to you? Well, you know, it's funny that you ask that. Um, I think real estate can be very local, mm-hmm. so I think every yeah. every realtor very. every realtor secretly wishes that their loan officer or their real estate attorney lived next door, yep. right? Or maybe two doors down. Yeah, um, but that's impossible because <laughs> you can't have an trouble. office in every town. <laughs> so you try to get. You try to be as close to the action as possible, but yeah, you know, for our for our clients that are in the Boston area, Lawrence doesn't really get it done. Nashua, New Hampshire doesn't get it done. Right. They definitely want something closer to Boston. Now, I can't have an office at you know Government Center or Faneuil Hall. I wouldn't want an office there, right. frankly. Right. But Beverly's really nice. I mean, it's a coming center. Yep. Uh, it's a great spot. Which, which is a great spot. Beverly's a great town. The North Shore is a great part of Massachusetts. I can be in Boston in 10, 15 minutes, really, without traffic. So, you know, it's all about trying to be as close to the action as possible without spreading yourself too thin. We do a lot of business in Lawrence, Methuen, in Salem, New Hampshire. So Lawrence made sense. We're at Riverwalk. It's a beautiful office. But um, but in terms of, you know, 
there is that hunger. There is that constant sort of that craving for more. And it isn't necessarily, you know, it's almost like that great scene. I don't want to get too anecdotal, but that great scene from Wall Street where Charlie Sheen is totally disillusioned and he goes into Gordon Gecko's office and he's like, how much is enough? How many houseboats can you wash me behind? So it's not just about the acquisition of wealth and material goods, but, you know, it is... You know, you want to have a bigger footprint. You want to have more clients. You want to do more business. You want to do more closings. And I can only do so much from Nashua, New Hampshire. You know, at some point, we do a ton of work in Beverly, Peabody, and Salem. And the realtors that we work down with down there love to be able to point to coming center. Because right. sometimes people will see a New Hampshire phone number or, oh, I heard that guy's in New Hampshire. How does a guy in New Hampshire do a closing in Peabody? Yeah, yeah. He's got an office in, you know, at coming center in Beverly. Okay, well, that's fine then, so... That's awesome. And what, what about you, Tessa? What does growth mean to you? What, why keep growing? Why own a, your own company instead of working for the real estate company next door? Um, what does that mean to you? Well, when I, so when I started, I started, I interviewed at like, you know, the bigger companies, but then I ended up in a small little company and we dominated the market. Yeah. So we don't need the brand name, even though I, I need brand names. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Versace, I, Gucci, I, and Coach. No, no, no. Parziali. Yeah, Parziali. And that one too. Yeah. Foy. And Foy. Yeah, Foy. Foy. Well, we're, uh, my mom's a Foy. I know it. And he's a Foy, obviously, but yeah. we're not related. That's funny. And that's how else we bonded, too. Mm -hmm. And we were doing the Parziali closing. Right. Then, then. And I wasn't related to them. True. Yeah. But that was oh, a difference. Oh, wow. That's comical. Yeah. I know. Isn't that weird? Oh, and then he went to school with my older sister, Tatiana. Tatiana, that's right. That's oh, right. Wow. And we didn't figure Small that out world, for right? like a very few years. Unbelievable. Well, it, yeah, it took me years to put it together. But at one point, just out of the blue, I'm like, do you have a sister named Tatiana? I know. Because so she had weird. a Russian first name and an Italian last name. And, of course, her sister is so iconic. I mean, she's such a beauty. She always was. <laughs> Lenny. She calls Len Lenny. Lenny? Lenny. Yeah. I walk, Where's Lenny? I was, a, I was a, in college, and I walked into a German, you know, basic elementary German language class with a fairly attractive German language teacher, but nothing compared to your sister. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> It was like love at first sight. It was love at first sight. Her sister's well, amazing. Well, Len, I mean, you, you were like a model back then, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Legit. Like, she, I don't know if I was... She went to Barbizon. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't you know if I was... Barbizon? Barbizon the hair school? No, 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 the modeling. Oh, oh, yeah. wait, oh, what was it called? No, I don't know. What was, it, was that Barbizon the hair school? I don't know. Maybe it was... Oh, wait, what was the... No, anyway, no, no. The modeling school, remember? Yeah, um... Wait, yeah. Len, you went to modeling school? No, I did not go <laughs> no, to modeling school. Oh, did. He, no. he, he didn't have to go to school. Yeah, he was a natural. Thank you very much for saying that. He looked like <laughs> Superman in those model in, in uh in uh what, like in the Calvin Klein yeah, like jeans. No, one of, one of those. Yeah, like, remember the one? I forget which one it was. You had like a blazer on. Yes. You're like, you know, you had like like the whole. You looked like yes. Superman. Uh, thank you for saying a little bit more hair, <laughs> a better build, a better taste in fashion. But when but I, I met, feel like that was fashionable at the time. When when I met Tatiana, she walked up to me, and of course she had me at like hello, right? But she walked up to me, hello. She said, "You look like Duke on what? Oh, what the, soap opera? We Googled. Okay. Oh, we looked that up. We on General Hospital. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't go back to our smartphones and look it up because we didn't. This was 1986. We didn't have smartphones. So we just asked around, hey, has anybody seen General Hospital lately? There's a guy out there named Duke. What does he look like? Oh, yeah, I think I got a magazine around here somewhere. Well, we'll dig it up. I'll show you what he looks like. A magazine. Remember, we had to wait weeks to see what somebody looked right, like. Right, right. Yeah, now everything's instant. Yeah. yeah. Good thing and bad Duke. thing, right? Good thing, Duke. Yeah. Yeah. 
What's, so, anyways. What, what's your thoughts on, uh, on on social media and all that stuff, Len? Because you, you're a very knowledgeable individual. You're you love history. You love your you like your past, but you're also very present. So, what's that impact that is done to you as an individual in your career? Well, you know what? I I, I think I'll take the opportunity to be a little bit personal here because uh, I think it's helpful, and I know it's been helpful to me. I think that I've changed my outlook on social media, certainly as as it pertains to business. You know, I've done well, reasonably well. And I think sometimes on social media, there's this great temptation to sort of celebrate your successes. And honestly, I love that about social media because it gives me an opportunity to chime in on someone else's right. success and say, way to go. Yeah. You know, very nice job. Yeah. Beautiful car. Yeah, you really are. But I think there was a time when I viewed social media maybe differently and it was more like hey look at me and that's great too you know if you've done well in life you want to attract some attention you want people to take a look and and see what you've accomplished but then like any there's a process there's a maturing process that takes place and i think at some point you're like yeah that's fun but it's even more fun to to celebrate the success of other people and to give and to let other people mm -hmm. stand under those klieg lights and those spotlights and to be part of that cheering section for other people. So I think I think I've kind of I've transitioned away from using it as a platform for myself and like hey look what I did or look what I have. And I've used it more as a as a platform to celebrate the success of other people because it feels good to do it and it and it feels good to hear it and um, and it's just it's just it makes more sense. So I I love social media and I've really come around And it, you know, and if you and if you're not up, and I'm not, I'm not absolutely not judging anyone else's approach to social media because I love that people get on there and say, "Hey, this is what I did," because that's the awesome, that's the perfect opportunity for me to jump up and say, "Way to go," you know. So it'd be I'm, nice if more people would do that. Yeah, you know Are what they I mean. Always so positive. I, I think it's a great, great, great approach for it, people to build each other up. Yeah, and yeah. It'd be nice if you saw a little bit more of that and celebrate each it, other's Because it seems successes. like so many people are like, "Look at me! Look at me! Look at me! Look at me!" You know what I mean? Yeah. And the the, the thing that I have a hard time with with social media, right? Yeah. Is I think sometimes people almost create this image that isn't even really them. That's a You know what I yes. mean? Yeah. So like, and it's, and it's hard to know and understand from the outside. You're just looking at it. So you don't even really know like if that's really the way the person is or if they're really that successful, or if they're really whatever they're saying they are. You know what I mean? Because you can go on there and do or say whatever you want. You know what I mean? And so it's like sometimes I, I feel like social media can be like, a little deceiving. Well, we know? talk about it. We talk about it all the time. It's, it's a perspective. dark side. Yeah, to it's it. perspective, right? Yeah, everyone, everyone sells a different perspective. And, and talking about perspective, um, my perspective from Len, and and I, I don't, I'm starting to get to know you a lot more, Tessa. But Len is just a very positive person, and and you love That's to right. empower people. Um, and I've noticed that, and 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 you genuinely do it. So. What does that mean to you? Why, why empower other people and why try to upbring others? Well, I mean, this is real. This is so healthy, right? Isn't this the great way to end <laughs> the week and the month or it's not quite end of month? You know, I, I really will feel better if every single person achieves their dreams, even people that I'm not particularly crazy about right. for one reason or another. And I would be, I would be, um, I would be a fabulist. I'd be a deceiver if I stood here and say, I love everybody. I love most people and I try to love everybody, but there are people that you just can't connect with for yep. one reason or another. 
I want them to be successful too. I, I've never wasted any time or energy rooting for anybody's downfall because I feel like it's, it's just bad news. It's negative energy. It's not worth it. So for me, the world is a better place if everybody, plus I think it's better for our economy. It's better for our country. It's better for our national psyche. So I, I want to see everybody in the winner's circle, even people that aren't my cup of tea and people that I'm not crazy about. Yeah, I agree. I think don't you don't you agree? I agree a thousand percent. And I think it's I actually think and this is a little bit of a selfish way, I guess, of looking at it. It's better for yourself to always be wishing well for other people. Of course. Like I don't wish bad upon anyone. Me you know either. what I mean? Because uh, w- w- why? You know what I mean? Why? Why do you want to see someone else do poorly or fail or, or you know what I mean? Like best of luck to you. Even Absolutely. If, even if I like you said, I'm not I'm not crazy about you or we don't have a great relationship. I, I wish only good things for you. I don't want to see anything bad happen to you. And a lot of people go the other way, and that's just kind of crazy because then you're just being negative. You're being negative inside. Yeah. And if you're negative, it's like that book, The Secret, that I read all the time. I love I that book. You gave me that book. Yeah, I did give you that book. <laughs> did you read um, it? Mm, some that, of it. That means no. And then, but I saw the documentary. Not the same. You have to read <laughs> I, 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 I think I heard somebody once describe. I think I heard somebody once describe the word resentment, or try to sum up or define the word resentment. And they said resentment is like a pill that you take, thinking the other person's going to die. Right. And 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 it is. Mm-hmm. It's it's a toxic substance that you put in your own bloodstream if you go down that road of like ill will or right. resentment or bad intentions. I think it's better and healthier. For all parties concerned, if you're just rooting for everybody, yeah. even people that it's like, you know what, that person's just not my cup of tea. Yeah. But I want to see them win too. Yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, I wish you everyone to be successful. Of course. Right? Absolutely. Because th- then you're pushing those positive vibes out. If you push positive vibes out, it's going to come back to you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because karma is a real thing. Of course it really it is. is. Yeah. Of course it is. You know what I mean? You treat people well, you're going to get treated well. If you're an asshole, people are going to be an asshole to you. Totally. Yeah. That's just the way it goes. Yeah, totally. You know, what goes around comes around. Yeah, whatever you put out to the world comes right back to you. That's um, right. The kids call it throwing shade. That's oh, yeah. Shade. Oh, that's throwing shade. shade. Throwing shade. Yeah. Yeah. I, get I don't want no one to throw shade at me. <laughs> you, know? you know, I don't want anybody to throw shade at me, but I'll be I feel damned. Like people throw but shade I'll, at me. People, yes. I've been throwing some shade your way. No, I'm just kidding. I don't mind if people, I don't want people to throw shade at me because it's so negative and small, but I'll be damned. If I'm going to throw shade. Yeah, I'm not throwing yeah, I'm shade. Not throwing I'm not no throwing shade. shade. It actually really cracked me up. I was talking to you one night last week. I forget. I was driving home, and uh, you, we were having a serious conversation about something, and you actually said throwing shade in the conversation, <laughs> like in a very serious way, and we never even like addressed it. You're like, I ain't throwing shade at no one. Yeah. I ain't throwing shade at no one. It was awesome. I was like, I was like, oh, nice one. Taking, trying to get down. Yeah, yeah. trying to get oh, down. Going down, getting down, being hip. Being hip. Right? Tupac. No, so, it's just no. Tupac. Every, it, Tupac. It, and it's true though. Yeah, right. All eyes on me. All oh, eyes on me. Oh my me. god. Let's do that. But 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 you know Len, what? Len, you look like a real gangster. You know? Yeah. yeah I mean, OG. Tupac. All <laughs> eyes on me. <laughs> you know, this throwing shade at people. And I don't stuff. like throwing shade, and I don't like people that throw it. Right. No. <laughs> no, be good, be positive, exactly. and that's how you'll be successful. Exactly. That's Every, the number one. I think that's one of the most important, you know, pieces to being a successful person. Of course. You'll get, I mean, other than like, you know, the president of the United States and a few other people, you have to be nice to everyone. Of you course. know what I mean? If you're we not, do. if you're not, you're not going to be successful. You won't. No. You know what I mean? Because that's going to get out to other people around that, oh, this guy's, you know, this guy mm-hmm. doesn't talk, you know, talk nicely about people. Or this guy, you know what I mean? It's like, then other people are going to want to work with you. Right. Yes, you, you have know to what be I mean? nice to everyone. Right. 
right? Or else it's going to come back. Mm-hmm. Right? So true. I agree 110%. We're, we're, That's we're what we really, say. We're climbing mountains in here, and I'm not being sarcastic. I mean, we're really making, we're, there's like a lot of breakthroughs. We're making a lot of progress. We're talking about some really deep, really heavy stuff, but it's good stuff and it's real. And that's what I love about, you know, the real estate business is really the people business. Yeah, and we yeah. just use real estate or mortgages or right. closings as like a medium of exchange. Yep. It's all about people. If yeah. you don't like people, you need to get out of this business. If Absolutely. you love people, then you then you need to stay in this business. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's critically important. Of course it is. You know, because you, you and me, so whether you're in you, you know, whether you're the attorney, the realtor, or the loan officer, we all kind of do the exact same thing. It's just like a different piece of this puzzle. Right. But we're doing the same thing. Yeah. We're helping people get into houses. We're talking to people. We're smoothing things over. We're we're working through situations and struggles. It's the exact same thing. And you can do very well and be very successful in this business. You just have to be able to talk to people and be nice. Right. It's, right? it's all about the connection. Right. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the same in any business, really. Yeah. Especially a, a sales type of business, which this, you know, obviously selling houses, mm-hmm. this 100% is. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to be able to talk to people and create relationships and then you'll be successful. Absolutely. Right? Easy. Absolutely. Easy. And everybody so in this room has achieved that, <laughs> no, it is. that kind of success. No, no, it, it is because the, 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 the formula for success isn't really all that difficult, Mm-mm. right? And it's just that, you know, because you, you, I read a lot of books and I know Juan reads a lot of books and I know you do and I know you do, Tessa. And uh, no, not so much. Magazines. Um, magazines, magazines. She, she reads um, the catalogs. Yeah. catalogs. Cosmo. She watches in, the documentaries. In, was it uh, Weekly? Us Weekly? Us Weekly, that's Us good. Weekly. Kardashians and things like that. In Vogue. In Vogue. In Glamour. Um, I think they might have canceled Glamour, Glamour. I like that. Right? No, so what I was going to say is, is, is all those... Um, all the books and podcasts and things that I, that I read, they all say the same thing, right? Mm. They, they really do. Like whether it's a, you know, an old book, like a Think and Grow Rich or, or, or something right. new. Napoleon Hill. Yeah, Napoleon Hill. It's, uh, it's all the same idea, right? It's like be positive, work hard, you know, do the little extra things, be a good person, put out positive vibes, compliment people. Like all the stuff that's actually pretty easy to do mm. once you just decide to do it and be a good person. Right? Truly. And, and you, can, you can tell everyone these same things, but it's a matter of getting out and doing it mm-hmm. on a daily basis. And I think that's why all of us in this room do okay. I agree. Better, and, better you know, than okay yeah. in many ways. Yeah. So switching things around, you know, to the outside world, uh, looking at anyone that's in the business world or business owners, they think it's always business, 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 which is, for the majority of the time, is the case. But we also have our, our, our me time. So what's your me time, uh, Len? What do you do for yourself? What do you do for fun? Uh, and so for you, Tessa, what, what, what's, if, what's fun for you guys? I think you're going to be a better <laughs> guest. Yeah, Tessa has a lot better. of fun. So Tessa, why don't you tell us about all the fun that is, you have? Is there, yeah. another, is there at least Let another me. hour left in the uh, podcast? I, I literally look at Facebook <laughs> and Instagram. I'm like, fuck, okay. I wish I was Tessa. <laughs> yeah. Maybe my first fun is Celtics games. Oh, Yes. <laughs> She has season then tickets. My, my season tickets. Pat me on the back right. there. She has season, season tickets at Len Buys. Every time I look at it, it's like, Tessa's at the Celtics. All those are Len seats. <laughs> I go down to Causeway Street with my check, and then I say, okay, I got to go to Tessa's house and drop off the tickets now. <laughs> I just love the Celtics. I know you do. I know you Have do. you always loved basketball? No. You just love going to the games? Well, those seats are fantastic. Best yeah, seats in the so world. Good. Yeah, because I, I went to a game with Nicole, and she was like, I love this. Yeah, this you is can't great. go anywhere else. It's totally different. I love those different. seats. Yeah, like like the best seats ever. I went to my first Celtics game because of Len. Yeah, see? Yeah. 
Thank yeah. you for saying See? that. I love so, the I love you know we got the Celtics tickets when the team when the economy was in the dumper, so the tickets were there to be had. Same thing with the Red Sox, and I thought this is going to be probably pretty good for business, and we'll get to see some games. And you know, it's part of. I think every big company wants to have some swag. Right. They want to have right. some. Those you know, are good, that's good swag. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah that's good. I swag. got post it. Look, yeah. every, every <laughs> right, 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 and mugs. Yeah, every like every koozies. company, every law firm, oh, they all do it. <laughs> Um, so, but you know, but it, it, I get I derive a lot of pleasure watching yes, Tessa go down there, get on the jumbotron, and meet all the local. That's my celebrities goal. Oh yeah, and the local and, celebrities. Yeah, that's fun. Chicken hat. It's good stuff. <laughs> you are now a local celebrity down there. True. True. Yeah, all right, yeah, so yeah. Celtics. Okay, what else do you okay. like to do? Uh, go on vacations. Yep. Where are your favorite places to go? Well, I like Costa Rica. Yep. I like Spain. I like Puerto Rico. Yep. You've been to Puerto a Rico a lot, right? Yeah. yeah. Italy. How many times have you been to Puerto Rico? I like Italy. Um. A lot. Like, I don't like even 20? know. Where do you usually stay in Puerto Rico? Uh, we go to Rincon. Okay. So we fly into Aquadilla. Okay. And then it's right there. It's like 20 minutes away. Okay. Oh, so we fly into San Juan and drive, but it's like two yeah. hours. Do you yeah. speak Spanish? Mm. No. Un poquito. Un poquito. Oh, there you go. <laughs> what else? What else? What vacation? Uh, well, I go on vacations. <laughs> and, and, and what else do I do for fun? Um, shopping. Sh- yeah, I go shopping. And yeah, I think just vacations. Yeah, well, it's right? good. I go away. Like we'll go to Foxwoods for the night. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend and I. I'm, I'm still kind of confused as to fortunate. how you do so well. Okay, because I'm like, how does she do it? But are you yeah. working the whole time? I work vacation? the entire time. Right, that's how I was. Gonna, like, I write. Yeah. I have my laptop. I work. I mean, the last time I went to Foxwoods, I had my laptop, and my sister and my cousin mm-hmm. were down down doing whatever and i was typing up a new listing so right. i'm always working 24 7 all the time right always working and that's why you do so and well. that's why yes i'm and i go back and i do i whatever anyone needs i'm always working and then i have my sister and chrissy so yep but i'm fortunate because my mother takes my children that's great <laughs> okay so that's why I, and i take her on vacations too so your mom yeah nice but you she's see? my nanny and my dad's my sign guy so you and see, I perfect. Feel, and I wouldn't be able to do any of it if I did not have them. Yep. And my sister Tia. Yep. Awesome. So you see, it's always perspective. It goes back to perspective. To like once again, to to anyone that follows you, be like, they think well, I go on vacation exactly. all the time. Right. So for for and you're us, not working. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. That's why I always post. I'm writing an offer. Right. I <laughs> thought you, I thought I you have a new listing. I, I like the post that you made. You were somewhere in Mexico or some island or something, and it said. Um, you know, I may be. Oh, yeah. I, no, it was yeah, good though. Yeah. You're like, right? I, may, I may be in Mexico, but you know, if you yeah, need any help, Chrissy, what, yeah. whatever it was, you know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's important. It's like, okay, it, it, this shit doesn't just happen. I am still working, even though I'm on, I'm on quote unquote vacation. Right. No, you're just working in a tropical place. Right, and the majority exactly. of people you know? know that I'm working all the time because right. you know I'm always I work all the time, all the time. That's what well, you need to do. You know, you, work all the, you both work all the time. That's, that's, what, yeah, we, that's what we, we all do. do. Yeah, yeah we're, we're always, always working. On. That's what you need to do, you know, in really any any business, but this business especially because it's not a nine-to-five operation. Right. You know what I mean? It's like you need to be on all the time. All so, I need you know? is Wi-Fi. Right. <clears throat> it, it, like the only time that I like actually put yeah. my phone down is usually Sunday afternoons at like four o'clock. I'm like, okay, this is the time I'm going to take <laughs> off for the next few hours. Usually it's like Sunday evening is the only time. But other than that, I'm like... It's on, you Absolutely. know. Yeah, because you need to be. But you know, we we put the phone down, and then you know, like uh, eight o'clock at night, you're you back look, on yeah, it. Yeah, yep. like, it, it never ends. Yeah. Yep. Never yeah. ends. Never well, ends. Yeah. Well, my 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 
the reason I do that, and I try to do it at night too when I get home, because then I'm like not present with the kids and Nicole. Right. Because I want to be present. I don't want to be like, oh yeah, Dad was always staring at his phone for the last. Yeah, that's why I get nervous too. You know, but I don't. I want them to think, oh, he was actually there. He was playing sorry with us or mm-hmm. running around outside or whatever, you know? Because that's, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, I work so hard for my kids, but then, like, not pay attention to my kids. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, exactly. Right, yeah. <laughs> what about, about you, Len? It doesn't make any sense. You what know, I, I need to do better. I think it, sometimes I think I, I can be, uh, you know, I'm, I'm so engaged in work. I think sometimes I need to figure out, okay, how do I relax? What's recreation going to be like for me? I love to spend time with the kids. There's no question. I've had a million hobbies, whether it was golf or, you know, hunting or you know hunting. just well i don't, want to, say, I don't want to come off like some big game hunter but i mean i grew up Damn. in a family of hunters so i mean i'd like to go to the sportsman's club and do some target shooting you and do like that yeah, oh wow to... i did not know that oh fact. bring me well Ting- tingsboro sportsman's club let's go it's the best one out there it's got a big plaque of my grandfather on the wall get out of here yeah, he we like should all go founding members i agree we that'd be great that. yeah they've got a great indoor shooting range there but there you know eddie's got a bar tingsboro <laughs> Um, Ed's got a gun. He could bring it. Yeah. Well, Ed has a. You're packing heat. Yeah. No. Oh, (laughs) that's weird. Um, (laughs) 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 Throwing shade. (laughs) Throwing shade. Is that what you say when you have a gun? No. Eddie's Eddie's got a gun, right? This is a great Ed Ed story, right? So, Ed actually, Ed actually, his house is in the middle of the forest, right? Yeah. So he lives like in. I thought it was by the pond. it, It is, but. But it's like a road like off, so he's kind of like in the woods. So he's like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to buy a gun, you know what I mean, just in case for like home security type of thing, right? The, Ed, what was this, maybe last summer? Yeah, like July. Yeah, so yeah. last July, one day at lunch, he's like, I'm going to buy a gun, right? And I'm like, oh, shit, all right, well, okay, just you know, be careful, whatever. So he goes and buys the gun, and he still has not bought bullets for the gun. <laughs> and so, he's never shot the and gun. And he's never shot the gun. Shot the gun. So, <laughs> so, so if someone comes in the house, Ed might throw his gun at you. Yeah. If I point it at the person, I'm just hoping they'll run off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just point it. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's, yeah, I that, think. I thought that was called pack and eat. You pack it. Right? No? <laughs> you do. You yeah, do. You yeah, yeah. Was that, no? Yeah. Is that the wrong? What, what kind of. No, the, the reason I said far. that is, you know, because that's another. You know, pack and eat. How do you find <laughs> <laughs> So what else do you do? So you shoot guns. Well, I mean, I think they're in So you're a big hunter. I think therein lies the problem. I don't I do not do enough. I mean, I used to. I've known you for a decade. I've never known you to hunt. I didn't know you hunted. No, no, no. And I haven't been hunting in probably three decades. Okay. I mean, yeah, I say hunting like I grew up in a family of people that would go hunting. Really? I don't even know. I wouldn't know where to start. Like deer and stuff? Yes, yes. Did you ever kill a deer? I never did. No. Good. Did you ever no. Shoot a, yeah, that's. Well, I shot and missed. Is that okay? <laughs> I would. I wouldn't be able to kill I, a deer. I don't think I could kill oh, Bambi. I think hunting just used to be Bambi. bigger than it is today. I don't yeah. know that I They're would so be cute. a big fan of it either. But yeah. I mean, I'd like to go to the sportsman's club and do like target that's shooting cool. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I'm just shooting it like a paper target. Right, right. But so yeah, hunting. If it was like, oh, let's go hunting. Yeah, I don't know that I'm really down for that. But the point is, I used to, you know, be into reading and I've done some stuff with aviation. I mean, I've had a. Oh million. yeah. Oh yeah. You're a pilot. Yes. Well, I never quite got my license because unfortunately. Unfortunately, it got very expensive and work, you know, beckoned. But I think that's the problem. But it's not really the problem. I am, I, I, I embrace my, I embrace my fate. I embrace my future. Um, work, as you know, in this business, the busier you get, and the, and the, and the better that you do, the more demands that are made on yeah. you. And for me, 
it makes perfect sense. I'm buying in like hook, line, and sinker. I want to like embrace it. I want to do as much business as possible. I want to build my firm and I want to give my kids maybe the head start that I didn't feel that I got. Yep. Yeah, would I like to go play golf more? Would I like to read more? Would I like to have more recreation? Yes. Now with my children, I'm absolutely going to be there for them. I want to inspire them. Um, you know, I want, I, I've got this notion lately, I want Lenny to play chess. You know, I was watching some of the old videos of like Bobby Fischer and some yeah. of the old chess masters. And I'm like, with all these video games and all this, this stuff, do kids play chess anymore? And I thought, you know, I want to have Lenny tutored by like one of the great chess masters. Oh, wow. If we've got That's one great. around here yeah. and have him be like a great chess player that can go play chess against like the other great chess players in the world. That would be cool. You know, or have them play like polo or some interesting sports that polo. I know. Polo. 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 Is Wouldn't that be polo? Polo. Yeah. yeah. It's huge. I know. Around here? Not around here, like, but it's a huge sport. Well, I mean, it's oh, an yeah. Olympic sport. Right, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mike, you know what? The, I think the thing of it is, is that growing up, it was painfully clear to all of us that we didn't have money. But what we did have, all of us, was class, right? Yeah. You have class. Thank you. You're classy. You're classy. <laughs> you're classy. So you don't need money to have class. And you're classy, Len. Yeah. You really you're are. super yeah. classy. You're, 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 yes. a, you're a class act. Well, thank you for saying that. Yep. So you don't need to have money, but that's everybody true. can have class, yes. right? And that's what I want my kids to have. And I want them to swing for the fences every time. Yep. Swing for the fences. Go big. Go yeah. big or go home, exactly. right? Exactly. So they'll learn how to play polo. I couldn't play that game. You know, I don't know how it's played. Polo? I've seen it on I think television. I was going to say, I was gonna say this might sound stupid. Yeah. Polo, you ride a horse with right. a stick. Like, yeah. You need a croquet on a horse, on a Yeah, it's like, it's like horse, playing right? soccer on a horse. Do you want a race horse? My father-in-law has 20. Um, yeah. Oh, you should definitely take me riding. I grew up riding horses. I mean, I think that's yeah. great. Race horses? Your father-in-law has 20 race horses? Oh, yeah, maybe more. Mixed dad? Yes, he's like one of the number one trainers. Get out of here. As wow. long as one of them isn't, uh, what was it, country home or... <laughs> no, uh, they're not in the Kentucky Derby. Was, what was the other one? <laughs> Maximum security, the yeah. one that lost? Yeah, yeah, I don't remember. Oh, that was brutal. Hey, that's a good example of stay in your lane, right? Exactly. exactly. Stay in your lane. Don't wander. Oh, I'm telling Stick you. Stick with what you're good at. Exactly. You know? Slow and steady wins the race. Slow and steady wins the race. Because yeah. right at the end, you punch it, and then that's you win. That's it. That's Boom. why he wins. Yep. It's so Sneaky. True. So, I mean... Every See, it sounds like Tessa Sneaky. I was yeah. waiting for the... For the punch, right? Yeah. Oh, Good. yeah, but you're not sneaky. Oh, I'm not sneaky. No, at you're no. so transparent. No, you're not sneaky yeah, at all. I'm not sneaky like that. That's, really why, I've, that's why I've always loved you so much. It's, you, you, no, no bullshit. Very straightforward. Same way I like to try to operate. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Be honest and upfront, and you know. I know you so and I, you and I were in a little text exchange the other night, and and I and Mike said to me, and I just love this. I just ran with it. Mike says, "If there's drama, I'm out." Yeah. <laughs> If there's drama, see you later. Save it for your mama. Yeah. It reminded me Goodbye. of something my father used to say. He used to say, include me out. And I just like would think about that. Like, what could he mean by that? Include me out. But he would say that a lot. You know, when he saw something that he was just not interested in, he'd be like, include me out. <laughs> nice. That's like a good that. one. I'm going to start using yeah. that one. That's a, that's a <laughs> no, good one. No, but it's true. Any drama, see you later. I, I have no time for it. I don't exactly. have room inside my brain for we don't it. Get, well, we don't get paid for it. Yeah. Right? So no, it, doesn't, it doesn't pay the bills. Yeah, see so you later. So you can't take that drama and like you know go to your various bill collectors and say oh, i got something for you today i mean <laughs> yeah no this is that doesn't pay the mortgage it's a waste of time and, and drama the, is no good for business no it's no. not no it's not no but there are people in our industry that are into it they and love the i drama. am not and we will no, not stand by we don't it. operate that way i hear you yeah i hear you so i feel like we can continue on for hours i feel Couldn't like we this, though yeah i mean exactly. could we? i mean we absolutely could you're yeah. very interesting tess is definitely very interesting i know me and mike can go on <laughs> oh i can days. just talk all day long um yeah. 
but this is a question that we typically ask all of our guests. Sure. Um, oh, I like that. We already know that oh, Tessa doesn't read, so we'll ask her <laughs> <Yeah>. a different <laughs> question. <laughs> <laughs> so, You're literate, though, right? No. I can't read. <laughs> You're going to purchase and sell Does anybody have I a literacy test around here? I want to administer <laughs> I one. I probably <laughs> But I the one question I like to ask is, uh, all right, for Len, it's if you were stranded on a, and I'm actually very uh, excited about this answer. Oh, it's going to um, be awesome. If you were actually, if you were stranded on an island yes. and you had to pick, best book, movie, and music album. For Tessa, best magazine, best album, okay. and fashion brand. Okay, Ooh, that's oh, a good okay. one. That's a good one. All right, here we go. Okay. All right, Len. I think I got this, and I never saw this question coming, but I'm ready. We did not tell him beforehand. Yeah, no, he was no. Prepping on the this way is down not like thing. this is not a presidential debate. I was not given the answers to the questions debate. before I was asked the questions. Um, we'll start. Cheater. We'll do it this in reverse. So, best album? Yeah. Led Zeppelin. Physical, Physical graffiti. graffiti. I knew you were going to say it before you said it for some reason. I, I mean, don't know why. When I, 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 I thought I it. When I first heard that album, my life was altered, and I've never been able to like disalter it, realter it, unalter it. So, yeah, Physical Led album. Zeppelin, Physical Graffiti. Yeah. Best film is tough, but I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm torn. Citizen Kane has always been one of my favorite films. Yeah. Okay. But the film that if I just have one movie that I'm just going to loop in and watch it every day until I get rescued, it's going to be The Adventurers from 1970. It's oh, a I great film. It's based on a Harold Robbins novel. I encourage everybody in the this Adventurers? room. Oh, wait, the Adventurers? Oh, wait, is that the link you sent me to watch? Yeah, did you watch the trailer? No, not yet. I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry <laughs> I took the five minutes to like, sketch out the email. Tess, Tessa. Just, you said it Tuesday morning. It's... Friday, I'm going to watch it right after. It's week. called The Adventurers. It's a movie it's from 1970. Me. It's based on the life of Porfirio Ruberosa, who was a Dominican diplomat. Who I thought was Italian. Who was Dominican. Yeah. Who <laughs> married like, the daughter of Trujillo. So that was his yes. first wife, and he lived to tell about it. It's like marrying the daughter of an evil dictator yes. and then divorcing her and living. Trujillo. Like, okay, I'm sorry if I mispronounced. So how do you pronounce it? Trujillo. Trujillo. Yeah. And then he married two of the richest women in the world, Doris Duke and, yep. um, and Barbara Hutton. And, of course, he died in an accident, a car accident, crashed his Ferrari into a tree in Paris when he was like 55 years old, played right. polo, wow. had, a, had planes and riches and everything. Fascinating movie. But it's The Adventurers, and it's a fascinating movie about people that went out and accomplished their dreams and goals and lived large and, and oh, lose ambitions. Yeah, it's, it's so worthwhile. Yeah, How yeah. for do you that? Yeah. Now, okay. now it's it's dated. As some people would say that it's a sexist film, and it probably is made in 1970 or sex exploitation okay. because you know the men are brave and daring, and the women are beautiful. But nevertheless, it's still worth watching, and it's based on a Harold Robin a Harold Robbins novel. So, best book. Now that we've covered, no, mine. Oh, your best book, yeah. Uh, best book question. would be. Um, um, F. Scott Fitzgerald, yep. The Great Gatsby. Yep. Yeah, I, and I love everything this side of paradise. Everything I he feel wrote, like you were gonna go that route. Yeah, too. everything he wrote was just masterful. Uh, and of course, he died of alcoholism at a very young age. He was in his early forties, I think. But he was brilliant, and everything he wrote was just masterful. So we got Led Zeppelin, Physical Graffiti. The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald and The Adventurers. Fantastic. That's it. Fantastic. You got it. What about you? Okay. What about you, Tessa? My favorite, ma well, the magazine I would bring would be Glamour. Glamour, okay. Because it always tells you do's and don'ts. Nice. Is that considered like, a book? Well, no, he told me I could say no, I, I, oh, Yeah, for Tessa's magazine. Yeah, magazine. magazine. If it was yeah. a book, it'd be like Sex in the City or like, you know. Um, I didn't know that was a book. Yeah, that was a, a book, series. and then they made the series. Oh, mm, I see. Yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, 
Yep. And best album. Okay, um, well, I love Mary J. Blige. Oh my god. Oh my god. I was, I was actually thinking you were saying like Missy Elliott or something, but no, Mary I love J. Blige. Mary J. Blige. She had my world. The best ever. Nice. I'm gonna go get it. Okay. okay. I'm gonna go get it. <laughs> I have some Let's of her just stuff. go to the concert. Okay. She's my favorite. Yeah, she's good. I love her. Mary J. I'm yeah. going. I'm going down. Mary J. I'm going down. That's yeah. the album. Yeah. I'm going down. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, Mary J. And then, and okay, what's, what's the last brand, one? Brand. My brand, okay, I'm gonna bring my Louis Vuitton big carry-all. Yep. With my initials on it. Nice. That is a nice bag. Made that is nice. for me. That is a nice so bag. My blue interior. Yeah, the big one. Yeah. Yep. It's well, a what would be the the usage of it? Well, to I mean, escape I, from the island, you could. It, well, it's inflatable, I mean, right? So you could sort of like get on it and like. True, it, it is. For, it's like this big. Yep. I mean, I can put anything in coconuts. I just you know whatever whatever you need. If I do sand. Sand. There's a lot of sand on I'd a probably, desert island. It probably is waterproof, so I probably put water in it. Yeah. You said it has a fishing net. A fishing net. Wow, many there's functions. Like, there's many functions wow, to my, oh, my Louis Vuitton. Oh, Louis. <laughs> you know, the reverse, reverse usage of fashion. Yes, yeah, you, you would. I, that's so like you to get stranded on a desert island and like class it up. <laughs> right. Class it right, out. Right. To the point where like I would like get washed up on that island and be like not good enough for that island. It's like, like you got to find some other desert island. Give me the Led Zeppelin again. Or Louis, I guess. Got a piece of dirt. Or Louis, Louis, laying there reading Glamour magazine, not even giving a shit that she's on this desert island. People are like, wow, she's making this look easy. And manages a way to get like every month new edition. Yeah, like, right. Somehow she gets yeah. into the, the, the new, uh, whatever, I was going to say episode, but whatever it is the, of the, magazines. Yeah, the new edition. Yeah, yeah. Um, the new so, issue, the issue. Yeah, the new issue, issue. issue. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, guys, um, just before we check out, wh where can people find you? Social media, phone numbers, what's the easiest way to, for people to contact you? Oh, I have Facebook and my cell phone and Instagram, all of it. My okay, website. what's your handle name? What's your name? So, on Facebook uh, and Instagram and... Uh, well, my Facebook is Tessa Parziali Real Estate. My Instagram is oh, Tessa Rigatari. That's an easy one to spell. Yeah, right. <laughs> how about oh, I should switch that one. Okay, and how about you, Len? Well, there are some street corners that I hang out on. Do you want me to give, like, you know, corner yes. of, like, Maine and East <laughs> Hollis? Corner of... No. <laughs> uh, so, Len Foy. Uh, Len Foy on Facebook, right? Yeah, but yep. you have a, a, a Facebook page, too. Yep, that's true. And that's going to be Foy Law Office and Sunset Settlement Company. Instagram. I'm still trying to figure out Instagram. I can't Len's totally to get my arms That's where it's at now. I can't get my arms and legs around. You have to. But I'm trying to figure out how to like stuff and how to. I'm still like doing. You hit that little heart button. Yeah, just heart okay. it. Yeah, yeah. And, and don't double tap. Don't yeah. do. Yeah. You What's double tap? tap mean? Yeah, well, you double tap on a, on a picture, you end up liking the wrong stuff. Yeah, that that's. I'm oh sorry, yeah. Oh, that's right. Remember we tell you don't touch. And and anyone and then you look like then you look like a creep. Anyone in I accidentally liked something by just tapping on and it. I walk and once I was like, dude, you just like this thing. I'm like, oh my God, I didn't mean to. I don't want the world to know like I accidentally yeah, liked so, it. So be careful on why you double tap Same because like, even if you like look at it, like I was just like scrolling through and something, I was like, oh, yes. what's this? And I like, look at some, looked like a creep. So it was like a girl in a bikini or something, you know? Yeah, yeah so, and, and the problem is everyone could see <laughs> that you double tap. That so. would be the problem. So right. don't right. double tap if you don't want to double tap. Yeah, right. it's not like, a, it's not, there's nothing private about it. So no, yeah, yeah, no. This stuff is happening in yeah, a vacuum. absolutely. Instagram is very open. Yeah, and I love yeah. the, I love photographs and I love it so visual. Mm -hmm. So I, I love the medium. I just need to figure it out because I'm on You're there. I don't know job. how to like it. I don't know how to comment. So I'm I just definitely. To, 
one like a full like Instagram of Lenfoy. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's like, like, like Lenfoy photographs. That's like just modeling pictures. Yeah, no, of like of like before <laughs> Lenfoy and in the middle Lenfoy and then current Lenfoy. Well, this is. I, I think mean, that'll be a cool Instagram. I, I just think you in general are a very interesting person. Thank you for saying so, that. No, I really, I, I mean it. I've always thought it. So, like, I think you should just have like a camera crew following you around all the time. And Tessa, I actually think you should too. I think you oh, both should. <laughs> this should be like a reality. You're like, you're like a movie star, right? And, and you're like the most interesting man in the world. Thank you for you saying know? that. You were so nice, Mike. Well, no, I mean it. I mean it. That that should be like a like a reality TV show of them too. Oh my god, like Tessa the complete and opposite worlds, but like one in the same. It's like the right. coolest thing in the. World. Well, I, I, and I feel the same way about you both, and mm. I'm not just saying that. I, I really think that you're, you're both remarkable, and your journeys, and your stories, and your successes. Well, thank you. And you're great. Thank you, and you know what? Yeah, you've done well. You made money. You made friends. You got ahead. But you know what? You're nice people. You're good thank people. You. You've got about. big, huge hearts. And so you're the kind of people that. A guy like me is just like rooting for, like thank hard. you, thank you, like, thank you. So the more you do and the better you do, the more gratifying it is. That's pretty cool, right? That's no. even that's even why we decided to do this podcast, right? right? Is to share with people what other people have been able to do. You right. know what I mean? So that others can see like what's possible and that they can go out and be successful as well. Because I think so many people think, oh, I'm just stuck in this nine to five job or like whatever it may be, and this is all I can do. So it's good to bring. To those people, hey, listen, no, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Of course. You know what I mean? You just got to get out there and hustle and they, they pick something and just go do it, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's they, the whole idea behind this was just to share that with people and be nice to everyone, right? Because right? yeah. mm -hmm. it works. Absolutely. It is, and like we were talking about earlier, it's like, how do we, you know, and I, and again, I heard this a long time ago. And the first time I heard it, I was, I was skeptical. And it's Zig Ziglar. Yeah. And I heard this as a teenager and he said... You can have anything in life you want if you'll just help enough other people get what they want. Yep. And of course, if you oh hear God, that yes. at seven, if you hear that at seventeen years old, it's 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 hard to process because at seventeen years old, it's all about what you want. Right. You know, it's like, well, I got to get what I want first, and then I'll help you get what you want. But as you get deeper into it, you realize that when you're super focused on getting what you want, sometimes you don't. Right. And when you're focused on helping people, sometimes things just turn out amazing for everybody. Totally. So it's like it. And, and maybe ultimately it's it's a compromise. Yep. And you spend some time trying to get what you want and you spend some time trying to help other people get what they want. So maybe you, you meet in the middle. Yeah, I think by helping others, you, you're, you're essentially helping yourself. I agree. I you agree. Know? And that's the right thing. That's no a, question. And that, that's a lot of what was in the secret, too. That, you know, the, the book it. I was talking about before, it's like Read just it. help others and it comes back to you. I watched right. it. I mean, and believe, believe what you, you know, what, what, what's possible and believe in yourself. Right. You know, and there's some quote, I don't know, Abraham Lincoln or Henry Ford or something. Was it whether you think you can or you can't? You're, you're right. right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So just think you can. Exactly. You know, yeah. and go for it. Right. All right, guys. Well, this was awesome. This is a lot of fun. Thank you. Good Good times. Um, thank you, Tessa. Thank you. Thank you, Len. You're welcome. Thank you, Juan. Thank you. Moderator. Thank you, Ed. Awesome. Thank you. Ed. Awesome, guys. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time. And we're out. All, All right, right, guys. Check All it right. out. That was awesome. That was fun, huh? Oh, that was a blast. Right here, Eddie? That's so awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. That's